0: I'm Chip Freud, and this is the Artist Spotlight, conversations with contemporary artists based on five simple questions that explore the artist's journey, creativity, and sources of inspiration. Welcome to another episode of the Artist Spotlight podcast. Today, I'm joined by Angela Tommaso-Hellman. Angela is an award-winning painter whose work focuses on the beautiful things she encounters in life. Her subjects include flowers, people, and the beach, to name a few. Her favorite medium is oils due to their buttery fluid feel. Her style often exhibits bold brushwork invoking energy and movement. Angela, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. It's so good to be here.
0: Well, I'm glad we're able to make our schedules come together to have this happen. As I do with the opening of each show, I ask artists to share a project that you may be working on or something maybe you just finished. Is there something you'd like to share?
1: Well, Chip, um, I have had a lot of things going on lately and the past really year or two, a lot of uh, family and children and um, a lot of different things I'm juggling. So as far as what I'm focused on now as things are settling down is gearing up focus and Nice big chunks of time back in my studio. Um, I did do some, some commissions recently, and that's one of the things that um, I'd like to get started again. Um, every year I do a calendar. I'm going to start focusing on that as well. But um, but really just clearing my mind and uh, getting back into a good routine in the studio.
0: That's something that is quite valuable is just getting to a level of routine when you can. Um, (laughs) Having been a very busy summer for for myself and our clan, I can completely relate to that. Thankfully, though, some of my busy summer actually produced some work, but
1: (laughs) Yes, that helps for sure.
0: It does indeed. Alrighty, let's go ahead and dive into our five questions. What is your earliest memory of making art of any kind?
1: well chip um there really was not any time that i don't remember creating um, whether it be art or even i mean i could envision being in like a garden and making mud pies like just constantly creating Uh, my mom was really um, a valuable person in my life doing that she would always have supplies out and I remember even going to my brother's preschool, who is a year older and doing art with his class. So I was always doing art. But kindergarten was when I kind of got clued in that I was actually an artist and my teacher, you know, chose my art to put on the displays. I, I was pretty shocked. I really didn't realize that I, you know, had anything like special to offer, but she clued me in and I really kind of never looked back. I I always enjoy creating things.
0: Oh, that's marvelous that you had an exposure to a teacher who would be that kind of encouragement.
1: Yeah, shortly after that, um, on my block, a different art teacher um, opened the studio down like in walking distance. And so then at an early age, probably maybe by first grade, I was taking painting classes. Um, So that was just a constant in my life, painting.
0: Mm. Well, that's a nice segue to question number two, which is your current medium of choice is oils. What brought you to that medium, and why
1: um I did experiment, you know experiment with uh watercolors and acrylic, but I do like the uh the fluid like you just kind of said in the introduction. I like the fluidity of the oils. I think it kind of lends itself to the, the style that I like to paint in, just uh, sort of an impressionistic style. I think it conveys what I'm trying to express mm. the um, best. But I do um, tinker a little bit with other mediums in, like my sketchbook, or you know, you know, for background or studies and things like that. But for um, painting, I I do just enjoy how the oils express what I'm feeling.
0: Excellent. So what inspires your art? Where does it come from?
1: Yeah, That's a great question, Chip. And really for the longest time, I did almost want to know why, like why is art important and what is my part in doing it and why do I get enjoyment out of that Um, I've kind of landed right now on the fact that we really as human beings are drawn to beauty and order. And there's something in our spirit when we see something beautiful that like harmonizes with us. Um, I could sense, you know, being a sensitive person, I could sense even if there's color harmonies, I feel more calm. Um, It brings me joy. And so I think that that's a part of the reason why I um, like what inspires me to paint and even when I pick my subjects you know I am waiting for that like that feeling that resonates with me that touches my heart like a tender um, subject and I usually my the pictures that I want to paint are um, things that I find beautiful and that resonate with me.
0: I'm I'm pleased to hear that because that is part of where my art comes from too, is that sense of beauty capturing it and sharing it so often you get a sense at least i have as coming up as an artist that oh, the meaningful art is the stuff that's just full of 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 deep and potent meaning, often social commentary and things like that and that just doesn't come to me that's not part of where my art it's not what it's about, so the way you described it i I find some real um, sympathy with that that point of view
1: exactly, exactly, and it's interesting how that that question is so important. you know the inspiration and the why is so important to um to understand that what we do is important and it matters and there's a purpose to it.
0: yeah. And frankly, if it has meaning and purpose to you, that's really all that it needs. If you start chasing a purpose that isn't from within, you're likely never going to find satisfaction.
1: Yeah, that's so true. And I think if you're painting with the idea of will other people like this or will this sell, I think it's going to miss a component that people may not pick up on uh, on a conscious level, but on a subconscious level, you know, they can sense it. Mm. So it's best to really just focus on the piece and what you want to uh, express and how your uh, process is moving along and kind of let the, um, the outcome, the viewers sort of be a different um, matter, not in my mind, on painting. No, I think
0: so. I would say even the other piece to that is if you are starting to make art that you think others are going to want and that you're going to try to do it for what sells, there's probably a likelihood that you'd end up getting jaded over time because no longer is it coming out of the your soul as the things that are meaningful and that you love, you're doing it because you think somebody else wants it. So
1: true. So true. And I think that's with everything in life. If we're looking for other people's approval it's really a chasing of the wind that you, you can't ever completely grasp it's not a fun place to be and it's not a settling place to be and as you know everyone has a different opinion everyone's you know who, who are we actually trying to please um, we mm-hmm. cannot please everyone so it's best to just um, not even think about that part of it yeah
0: excellent and we're we're really already moving into the, the next question, but uh what advice would you give an artist just starting out?
1: Yeah, um I think some of the things that I would say is I guess there's a balance of taking our art and our work seriously, um, but not over the top too seriously. There's a fine line. I think as artists, we do want to be, you know, respected in our craft. And it's not just like, oh, that's so fun. You know, it's everyone's work should be enjoyable to them to a certain degree. But there is work involved and there is training involved. Um, so um, I think I would pursue excellence and work at your craft. Um, I also think like um, my mom had this saying, what you put in the drawer, that's what you'll find. And I think. Mm. By, by that, you know, the amount of effort that you put into it, you really can um, be successful in it. Just keep working at it and pursuing it uh, like any business or any uh, endeavor, and you can become successful in that. So I think that's some of the advice. And of course, like we said, um, uh, not to create art to please people, but to do what um, moves you in your heart.
0: One of the things that often comes up in my conversations with other artists is the. uh, idea of understanding what does that mean of the art that you love and how do you know when it's done. Um, Any comments on on that idea of of you're working on something you love, but how do you know it's done.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, And I've heard things where people say, really, art is never completely done. You know, it's like you almost just have to know when to, um, you know, kind of pull it out of the oven, sort of (laughs) not overdo it. But um, I think that comes with time. Um, I do think that there is a kind of like an innate Part of art that when you're painting, you know, there is something that's happening that's a little bit kind of on autopilot to a certain degree. And that you also have to sort of like listen to what's going on in your heart and your mind at that point um, when it's completed. Um, I do have a friend or two that if there is that question, I do shoot them a picture and kind of get some feedback also, which is helpful to not be a complete island in in the art field, which can easily happen, you know, but it is a subjective thing and your art is your art. So when you feel it's completed, then ultimately it's done. Hmm. Um, Sometimes I don't know about you, but sometimes um, I may have a painting that's, you know, a few months old and now months have passed. And I'm looking at it again with a fresh eye and I, Hmm. I want to change that. And I have done that from time to time, change the background or change, add a color here or there.
0: Oh yeah. That's, that's another piece of great advice. Thank you. Well, our last question is what artist or artists would you recommend the audience go check out? This could be somebody you recently discovered could be an old master, could be a personal mentor of yours, living, dead, you know, somebody we should go check out.
1: Um, One of my favorite artists that I enjoy um, following and checking out um, his work is Daniel J. Keys, um, California artist. He's a little bit younger than I am, but um, he really does have such a beautiful, delicate um, interpretation of uh, flowers in particular, but he does do some other things. Um, I did take a workshop from him um, actually during COVID which was very enjoyable. And um, it really, you know, talking about that sensitivity and, you know, from the heart, when you look at his work, I do feel that same, um, just a a tenderness. And I don't know, it's really, it's kind of hard to put into words, but I do really appreciate and enjoy his work. So I would definitely check out um, some of his work. If you haven't, if you don't know his work off the top of your head, it's um, it's something to see
0: for sure. Well, cool. Thank you for that recommendation. Well, of course, we want the audience to know where they can find your stuff in uh, the physical world. Head on down to the Cary Gallery of Artists in lovely downtown Kerry. And then in cyberspace, you've got a website uh, at Angela th.com. You've also got an Etsy shop, a fine art America shop. And of course, people can follow you on social media, uh, at Angela Tommaso Hellman and on Instagram at Angela fine art. Any other uh, thoughts to share with our audience as we wrap down?
1: Well, I appreciate this time chip and I appreciate all of those who are listening. And if you, You're checking out my art. I appreciate that as well. And um, if you are in the area at the gallery, please come in and introduce yourself or drop me an email um, that you can find on my website. I would love to hear from you and hear some feedback and uh, make a connection with an audience. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Angela. And thank you all for joining us again for another episode of the Artist Spotlight. The links to uh, Angela's Uh, work as well as to uh, that of her artist recommendation will be in the show notes as usual. So uh, please uh, remember to uh, click and subscribe to the podcast on whatever your favorite platform is and share it with the others that you believe would enjoy art and tune in next time for another artist spotlight. Thank you for joining us. This has been the Artist Spotlight with Chip Freund. Find accompanying blog posts at chipfroinfoto.com slash blog. And you may subscribe to our show on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like listening.